Praise the Lord. I just want to take a few minutes and just share uh, what's on my heart. My message is titled, Who Will Deliver You? And I want to tell you about a story in Old Testament scripture. But before I do that, I just want to open up in prayer. Father God, I thank you for my brothers and sisters that came out tonight. And for whatever reason, they're here. And I know they're here because God, you've ordained for them to be here. So, Lord God, I pray that you, Lord God, would move on every heart as I share these wonderful, precious words from your word. Holy Spirit, move. I thank you, God, for who you are. You are alive. And you have the power to reach down in the depths of our heart and set us free from whatever has kept us bound. You are a deliverer. So I ask you, Holy Spirit, to make that clear to every person who is listening. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. You don't have to turn there if you don't have a Bible. That's okay. I know some of you might be visiting tonight and those watching online from wherever you are. But in Daniel chapter 3, there's an incredible story that I've shared before, but I like to go back to it because it's a powerful story. I know without a doubt in faith that this word of God is the absolute truth. And so when I read these scriptures uh, that come from this word, I, 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 I get very excited about these stories and uh, they're, they, they're very clear to me. It's very vivid in my mind. So I want to take you just on a journey as we quickly unpack this amazing story that points us to a great Savior and a deliverer. Who will deliver you? That is the question tonight. Turn to your neighbor real quick and look at them and say, who will deliver you? Some of you already in here might have the answer to that, but I'm praying that at the end of this, everyone will have the same answer to that question. It is Jesus. I'm just going to let it out right now. Who will deliver you? Jesus. I'm going to tell you right now, before I get into this story, that your boyfriend will not deliver you from fear. Your girlfriend will not deliver you from loneliness. Your career will not deliver you from depression. There's only one deliverer, and his name is Jesus. And he is the sure proof that he will see you through no matter what challenge you're facing, no matter what obstacle, no matter what you are wrestling with in your mind, there is a deliverer that will set your mind free in the name of Jesus. Who will deliver you? Turn to the other person that you haven't asked the question yet and ask them one more time. Who will deliver you? Mm -mm, say it stronger to them right now. Come on. <laughs> Daniel. In Daniel chapter 3, there's a king named Nebuchadnezzar. And in this point of his life, he's surrounded by very evil men that are a part of his leadership. And at this point in scripture that I'm reading, Nebuchadnezzar creates a golden image, a statue that he requires everyone to bow down to. And he's established a decree, a law in the land, King Nebuchadnezzar, with the evil men that work for him, his leadership. It was a very dark time in the city of Babylon. And he created this law. Whenever the music played in the city, all of the instruments, all kinds of instruments coming together in perfect harmony, a great sound 
that would boom across the city. He said, whenever the music plays, everyone is to bow down to the image right away. And if you don't bow down to this image, to this golden image, you will be arrested and thrown into a fiery furnace, a burning furnace. Could you imagine a law passed in New York City with speakers set up all through Midtown? Speakers, outdoor speakers set up all through Brooklyn, Staten Island, Long Island, the Bronx, Queens. And forgive me if I missed your borough. Jersey. I know y'all are sensitive. I'm just joking with you. But imagine speakers set up all throughout the tri-state and this law that goes forth that says, when you hear this beautiful melody, every single one of you in the middle of rush hour are to stop and get down on your knees and put your face down on the concrete jungle and bow to a pagan image. This is what happened in Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar had three Hebrew boys that worked for him. Three boys that knew who their God was and would not waver no matter what the law of the land was because they were surrendered to the one and only true God, a savior, a deliverer, a healer. When you know in faith who your God is, you will not bow to the ways of the world. But you have to know that you know that you have a deliverer, a savior. His name is Jesus Christ, who will deliver you. King Nebuchadnezzar spoke to these three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That might be a tongue twister, and I'm not expecting you to learn their names tonight, but I want you to know their story. He says to them, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready when you hear the sound of the horn, I just need to know if you're ready to hear the pipe, the lyre, the trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music to fall down and worship the image that I have made well and good because the enemy, this world, the devil will attempt to entice you to believe that these things of this world are well and good if you would just bow. But if you do not worship, King Nebuchadnezzar says, you shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? But King Nebuchadnezzar did not know that God has bigger hands than human hands. Some of you have trusted in human hands way too long in your life. You've been hoping for a handout in your life. You've been hoping for that deal, that handshake that just might move you along a little further in life. But there are bigger hands than the hands that you will find in a handshake in this world. It's the hand of God. It's the hand of Jesus Christ. It is the hands that were nailed to the cross 2,000 years ago. 
hands of grace that took on your sin and my sin and delivered you from the bondage of sin, the hand of God. And so King Nebuchadnezzar has no idea what he's about to experience because three boys decided to commit their life to the one true God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Because when you know who your Savior is, you will not waste time attempting to debate with the ways of this world. Because you are firm in your faith knowing that Jesus Christ will deliver you. If this be so, the boys say, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. And I love verse 18. But if not, meaning if my God decides not to step in, and if perhaps you are able to bind us and throw us, be it known to you, O king, that we still will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Because I know who my deliverer is, because I know Jesus Christ went to the cross and rose again on the third day, because my faith tells me that I am resurrected with Christ Jesus, I know that whether I'm standing here on this earth or laying down six feet deep, I know I am resurrected with Jesus and I have eternal life. So whether I stay here or not, it is all good because I have a deliverer. And my deliverance is not simply something that I hold to in the natural, but it is a supernatural deliverance in Christ Jesus. It's resurrection life. You see, when you receive Jesus Christ, you become a new person. And in that moment that you receive Jesus in faith, you receive his love. You receive his hand of grace. You have eternal life in Christ Jesus. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew exactly where they'd go if they were to die in that furnace. And so it doesn't matter. There's no fear of death because death lost its power when Jesus conquered death when he went to the cross. Death has no power over you when you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior you'll be able to sleep at night. You'll no longer be afraid of your enemies. You'll no longer be afraid of your persecutors. You'll no longer be afraid of those that accuse you, those that have victimized you, those that have been rude to you, those that have talked down to you. Their words will be of nothing. Their hand that they throw in your face will be like nothing because you are preserved by the hand of God and his grace and his love that will keep you all the days of your life. So whether King Nebuchadnezzar, whether I die in this furnace or not, it doesn't matter. I will always be with my God. Who will deliver you? Jesus. And in this moment, 
Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury. And the expression of his face was changed. Against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he ordered the furnace to be heated seven times more than it was unusually heated. Seven times more than it was usually heated. He's so angry. And he ordered some of the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's not enough that we throw them in. I want you to tie them up. Cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. And then these men were bound in their cloaks, their tunics, their hats, and their other garments. These young men bound in their clothes, not wanting to waste any time, feeling as if maybe I rushed the process, I can stop the process of their deliverance. But nothing gets in the way of God's perfect timing to set you free when you believe in faith. Because the king's order was urgent and the furnace overheated, the flame of the fire killed those diesel men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These strong men that had grabbed the boys caught flame. The fire that was supposed to fall upon Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell upon their enemies. The fire backfired because of the faith of three boys. Y'all don't hear me. The plan to destroy your life will backfire when you put your faith in God. Are you listening up in the balcony? When you give your life to Jesus Christ, when you are fully committed to his will, every plan of the enemy will be burnt out in the name of Jesus. The devil knows where he's going at the end of it all, and yet he still wants to play with fire in the attempt to destroy my life. It ain't happening. You can bind me up. You can throw me down. You can tie me up and throw me in a furnace, but the only one that is going to see the fire is the devil himself because I'm set free by the blood of Jesus Christ that was poured out on the cross. And these three men Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. Sometimes there is a moment when we fall. Sometimes you'll feel. Just in a moment, hey God, are you with me? There'll be a moment where you'll be thrown into a situation where it's fiery. And you're bound. And you've been pushed around. Receiving Jesus Christ doesn't mean that everything's going to go perfect. We can't call him a deliverer if there's nothing to be delivered from. Listen to me. Some of us expect that receiving Jesus Christ tonight should allow me to escape every trial and every challenge. I can't promise you that, but I can promise you that Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. And it is God's grace and his mercy and his love that keeps us in our darkest hour. But you have to put your faith in Jesus. You have to believe tonight that he is your deliverer. And in this moment, as they fall bound, 
Verse 24, then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste, which means this, this happened immediately. As much as what I was saying earlier, his attempt to rush the process, somebody always moves faster than man. God. The power move of God is always faster than man's attempt to control and dictate the situation. And in this moment, King Nebuchadnezzar rises up in haste, which means he, he perks up, he looks up. I don't, I don't know what he was doing. Maybe at that moment he was, was preparing to walk away, but he turns around and, and, and says this. He, he declares this to his counselors. You know, as he's standing around with his, his leadership, he goes, he's going, wait, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? Huh? They answered him and said to the king, uh, true, O king. Yeah, we did. And he answered and said, but but I see four men. And I see four men unbound. I'm pretty sure I bound them. I'm pretty sure that all my guys, before they threw them in, before they got caught on fire and died themselves, I'm pretty sure that they, they fell down bound, but they're unbound. And there's four of them. Wait, 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 wait. They're, 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 they're walking. They're walking in the midst of the fire. They're not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Three, four, I, I, I don't get it. And then they're walking as if they're having a conversation. Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego are just strolling through the fire. Walking with God. You see, when you surrender to Jesus Christ, it is no longer just you. When you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the world will no longer see you. They will see Jesus walking with you. Every attempt to destroy your life, if you trust God, what they will see is the power of Jesus dwelling with you. If you really want to walk with Jesus, you need to declare him Lord and Savior tonight. If you really want to make an impression with those that don't like you, surrender to Jesus Christ. If you really want to come back moment, if you really want to get the upper hand, you have to submit to Jesus Christ and his power. Because he will fight for you. He will show up on time for you. He will stand for you. He will take center stage and wow the crowd in the moment where you feel ashamed, in the moment where you feel like you're not going to be able to get out of this situation. Just hold still and watch what God will do. There's four, and they're walking around. And then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fire and furnace. Oh, 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 now, now you want to have some more conversation. You felt like you had everything to say, but now, now, now you're interested in what's going on. And he declared, he declared Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Now, if you were to look in Scripture, if you were with me, but the first time he referred to the fourth, he said the fourth is like a son of the gods, lowercase g, which means the first impression he got was just another idol. But as he watched a little closer, he realized in this moment that this was the most high God. It was bigger than his golden image. And so he corrects himself in the midst of a fiery furnace. 
He corrects his speech because there becomes a revelation that there is a most high God. I've written this whole song for my whole city, got everybody bowing down, and suddenly, just like that, in the moment of a fiery furnace, I realize there's a most high God. Do you know that if you surrender to Jesus Christ tonight and you walk in faith, trusting him, putting your hope in him, there may not be much you have to say to compel others around you to receive the one true God that is now in your life. So right now he says, he says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, hey, come out from the fire. And verse 27, and the satraps and the prefects and the governors and the king's counselors gathered together. They saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men. No power over men committed to God. No power over those who know who their deliverer is. There is no power greater than the power of Jesus Christ. There is no power on earth that can overcome the hand of God. There is no power, no fire, no circumstance, no trial, no challenge that can overcome God's hand of grace that sits over your life. That is salvation in Jesus Christ. There is no power that can withstand the hand of your deliverer, Jesus Christ. And when Jesus gets a hold of you, the devil has to let go of you. The hair of their heads was not singed. Their cloaks were not harmed. Uh, and no smell of fire had come upon them. And what this represents is when you receive Jesus Christ, you are clothed with a robe of righteousness. You are able to take off the robe of shame, the robe of sin. It was all nailed to the cross. And when you wear the robe of righteousness, it is a wholeness that you receive. Not in your own strength, but because of faith and the one who did all the work on the cross. When you wear that robe of righteousness, it is because of God's mercy given to us through the death of Jesus Christ. That's why we have it. That's why you're able to get through the fire and come out of the fire. There's no smell of smoke. My hair Y'all stop laughing now. Y'all don't do that to me. My decimeter of hair is not singed, all right? I'm a new person in Christ Jesus because he's my deliverer. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him and set aside the king's command 
and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any God except their own God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't even need to testify when they got out of the fire because Nebuchadnezzar testified for them. He said it all because they chose to stand. It was like testimony time at the six o'clock, but the very one who was their enemy grabbed the mic and said, let me talk to you about their God. When you surrender to the one who is able to deliver you, you will be called blessed by your enemies. He will deliver you when you trust in him. When you set aside the ways of this world and say yes to Jesus Christ tonight, set aside the ways of this world and watch what God will do for you in your most darkest moment in life. You yield up your bodies rather than serve and worship any God except their own God. They yielded up their bodies, which means they were fully surrendered to Jesus Christ. It is a moment where they say, I believe in Jesus so much that I would rather die in this moment. I would rather die than bow to the ways of this world because I know I have a deliverer. Who will deliver you? What are you facing right now? Who has attempted to bind you up? Who is it tonight that has pushed you down? What fiery furnace are you facing right now tonight? Will they see one person or will they see two when you walk out these doors? Who's walking with you? Who will deliver you? Who's going to stand for you? Where do you trust? In the hand of man or in the hand of God? Where have you placed your life? What addiction are you struggling with? Who will deliver you? Why are you still angry? What bitter root is causing you to feel like you can't go on? Who will deliver you? What thought keeps reoccurring in your mind and you feel like you're getting ready to act it out and you know it's the wrong thing to do? Who will deliver you? When you wake up in the morning and you feel anxious about your job and you're not sure whether you can get to work today, who will deliver you? When depression is wearing you down, you can't get out of bed and you just sit there in the dark. Who will deliver you? You keep running to your corner store, playing the lottery, just hoping, hoping that maybe my little $20 today, $15 today will get me 20 million. But what you really have is an addiction and you've put your trust in money. Who will deliver you? Will you stand up with me? Let's pray. 
I'm going to invite you to come forward. Let's make this a night of deliverance. Let's make this a night of deliverance. Thank you for being the first to take this step. Come on, right now. Just step out from wherever you are. Let's make this a night of deliverance. Let Jesus not only be the God that you enjoy coming to sing about here on a Sunday night, but let God be your Savior and Deliverer right now. Step out of your seat. Come on. No need to be ashamed. No, 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 no. You, you don't have it all under control. I'll deal with it later. No, now. 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 You've been glued to your phone and you've been watching whatever you've been watching on that phone too long. Now. Let Jesus deliver you. Now. Now. You close your door and you think nobody is watching. And you have this struggle, this addiction. Now. Be delivered now. Come forward. The spirit of fear needs to be broken right now. Get up here. Now. You're afraid, but that can end right now. Jesus is a deliverer. Come on. Come now. We're going to worship and as we worship, you make your way down here. If your heart's still racing a mile a minute, if you're still wrestling with these thoughts right now, it's time for peace then. It's time for the peace that comes from God. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Tonight, you're going to get up and you're going to walk out of here unbound, free, without the smell of smoke, hallelujah, whole, by the grace of God, made whole. And I'm not just talking to those that are here, I'm talking to those still on the main floor and in the balcony, whole in the name of Jesus. Take this moment very serious. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I come before you and I receive you as my Savior. Forgive me of my sins and make me a new person. I believe in faith that you died on the cross for all of my sins. I believe that you rose again on the third day. And because of you, Jesus, I am resurrected with you, made a new person. Deliver me, set me free from everything that has bound me. Walk with me, Jesus, through every challenge and every trial, every storm and every fiery furnace. I'm going forward in your strength and in your power. In your name I pray. Amen.